Hello, my name is Andrew Gary, and welcome to Seismic Sound Off in depth conversations in applied geophysics. One of the most important functions of a professional society is honoring those who have made significant contributions to the profession and to the science. In this episode, we highlight two of the 2017 Honors and Awards winners, Samuel Gray and Monika Prasad. Samuel Gray was awarded the 2017 Maurice Ewing Medal, the highest honor given by the SEG to a person who has made distinguished contributions both to the advancement of the science and to the profession of exploration geophysics. Monika Prasad was awarded the 2017 Virgil Kaufman Gold Medal, an honor given to a person that has made an outstanding contribution to the advancement of the science of geophysical exploration during the previous five years. The distinguished recipients of this year's awards are role models, and the society is proud to honor their contributions. I spoke with both Samuel and Monika on how it felt to be honored with these prestigious awards, what they love about geophysics, and their advice for students and young professionals. To begin, I asked both Samuel and Monika how they first got involved with geophysics. Samuel opens the conversation. Well, it turns out that the uh, the math that I was studying was was pretty closely related. And my professor, my PhD professor, he would post on his office door pictures of colored seismic sections and Gosh, uh, you know, those days in the, what, late 1970s, I had never even seen a black and white seismic section. And here they were in color. So I was, it was kind of intriguing what would make one part of the seismic section be blue and another part of the seismic section be red. And that's kind of intriguing. It, you know, I still have that question. What can make one part of the seismic section be blue and another part be red? And uh, that's a question that still intrigues me. And I'm kind of working on that. Two things. One, one was I really wanted to do plate tectonics. So as a student in India, my, uh, I remember a lecture by one of my professors talking about plate tectonics and just seemed like something odd. You couldn't, how do you expect things that are, you know, you stand on them, continents to be moving. And so that was really fascinating. And so I wanted to do that. And I had seen from papers that I read that it was, you could do it by studying marine geology and geophysics, which is then what I wanted to do. And then I wanted a little bit more quantitative assessment. It was very descriptive at that time. And, and I needed some more math and physics. So I switched to geophysics. So their academic and curious minds coincided with the discipline of geophysics. But why did they continue to stay and contribute to the field? I asked them what it is about geophysics they each love. Well, it allows me to quantify observations. So I love to study about the Earth's processes in the Earth. And one a, a very nice way to do that is to be able to quantify it so you can compare and that's the that's the biggest advantage with rock physics. You're using in in geophysics you use both geology but also physics and math. So it's the ultimate combination of all of those. Geophysics is a really great combination of physics, mathematics, geology, logistics, different parts of the world different types of 
geophysical response to those different parts of the world, yet the underlying equations fundamentally are all the same. Another thing about geophysics is it's a very applied discipline. So there's always need for some practical justification of what we're doing. And the proof comes out in the pudding. So you, a person does all this hard work combining geology and computer science and physics and mathematics and knowledge of logistics, for example, seismic acquisition, and comes up with a theory they put on the computer and either the theory works as predicted better than something else has or it doesn't. So you, you get to see, you get to see how, how well you've done. And sometimes it's pretty well and sometimes it's not so well, but you get to see. Another way to see how well you did is to hear what your peers and colleagues have to say about you. To mark Samuel and Monika's awards, SEG asked their colleagues to write the biography for their awards. This appears in the October 2017 The Leading Edge. John Etchen wrote Samuel's bio, and Ludmila Adam, Amos Noor, and Sergio Chavez Perez wrote Manika's. I asked them what it was like to read their colleagues' evaluation and praise of their contributions. Well, that was, um, uh, it was really unexpected, and it's really humbling to realize that I've gained the respect, let's put it that way, I've gained the respect of colleagues whose opinions I really value. So it's, it would be one thing for somebody for whom I, uh, who I don't really know or I don't have a huge amount of respect for to say something like that because I've progressed through the industry and I realize that uh, I have a certain status. But for somebody like John to say words like that about me, it really makes me feel humble. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I think there are many natural recipients. I think everyone uh, who's doing this, pursuing this career, is a natural recipient. It's just when you love what you do, it feels kind of odd that you should be called out for it. <laughs> so it was. It was humbling. It was very. The, Samuel and Monika's humility could also be heard in the speeches they gave at the annual meeting in Houston accepting the awards. I heard from several people at the annual meeting how wonderful both speeches were. I asked Monika what she learned during the process of writing her speech. I was tracing back on how uh, how I started doing this, what sparked the interest, and how one thing led to another. I, I studied uh, in geology. I was the only woman in my class, and so it was uh, challenging at times. Mainly because there was not, we were a small class, which was good. But at the same time, I would sit in the front row just so that I didn't fall asleep. And so, <laughs> so whenever we got homework assigned or problems assigned. I would sit and do it on my own, and I didn't realize that the guys had formed groups to do solve the problems, and they would solve them together, and I would be doing it on my own, and it became a mini competition. 
It took me a while to realize that they were competing with me, but they were. And so, so, and I'm I'm glad I didn't realize it in the beginning till I got enough confidence to know that I could do it. The head of the department, whom I really consider a very, an excellent professor, he was the one who really told me I should not worry about what the guys are doing. They will only distract, which really was in a way correct because. I could solve all the problems on my own and they would sometimes be looking for answers. <laughs> so, so I had not thought thought about this uh whole episode in a while. Mm-hmm. I had not thought of well I thought of it and I just you know yeah that happened but I didn't realize how much it had influenced me because it, it gives confidence right you you realize <laughs> you can do something and you realize someone else thinks you can do something. That's mm-hmm. the bigger part. Mm-hmm. and they tell you about it you know oftentimes people don't tell you and i'm so grateful that my professor sitna told me about it and and there were some magical words he would use like the pahoi hoi lava and the aa lava and we would all laugh how do you pronounce <laughs> these things and then i ended up in hawaii and realized this is real i can touch <laughs> these things <laughs> mm-hmm. so so that that sort of i had not thought about that for a while I just love that story she shares. It makes me wonder if there is someone in my own life I need to send praise for their abilities and hard work. Samuel took the time in his speech to call out several mentors, managers, and geniuses in the field that have made a difference in his career. He gave me a summary of his speech in Houston. I must admit my initial response to winning this award was me, why me? I'm an imposter. Eventually though I realized this award is less about me than it is about what my peers thought about me that is truly humbling and for that I'm deeply grateful after that I said I want to thank some people who contributed the most to whatever success I've had and I mentioned my mentors two mentors in particular Norm Blystein and Sven Tritell Norm taught me that a little advanced math can do the work of a lot of computation And Sven, who's a geologist uh, by background, but became a, a a legendary geophysicist, Sven taught me to simplify but not too much. Next I uh, thank my managers, and that's not my standard rant because I was really lucky with bosses throughout my career. And I mentioned Ken Kelly and Jeff Johnson at Amico, Colin Murdoch and Peter Whiting at CGG. And I said they didn't always know what I was doing. and I'm sure they sometimes didn't know I was doing anything but they seemed to trust me or maybe I was just being presumptuous also I had great and inspiring colleagues who taught me all the geophysics I know because I came into the field not knowing any and some of these are the legends of geophysics like Larry Lines and Kurt Marford and Dan Whitmore John Etchen Joe Dellinger Gary Murphy at Amico and James Sun Carl Notfors Yuzhang Jerry Young, Gio Lambare and Sheng Zhu at Veritas and CGG. And I said also that if Norm taught me that advanced math can save computation, John Etchen taught me that a little advanced computing can do the work of mathematics that hasn't even been invented yet. And so that goes back to John. And finally there are a few geniuses in our field who've been a true inspiration for all of us. And I mentioned John Clairbaut, Dave Hale, and Ross Hill. These are the people whose ideas are so brilliant that I still can't figure out where they came from and I'd love to be able to think like those guys. 
And finally, I said, Houston Strong. And that was my speech. I closed asking them both to share those words of encouragement that helped their careers and offer final words of wisdom to students and early career professionals. One thing that, uh, that has helped me, and it, it took a while for this to happen, but one thing that helped me in my career was learning to look at this whole thing with a sense of humor, no matter what it is. If it's your job, if it's your industry, if it's your, you know, your current health situation, try to have a sense of humor about the whole thing. Almost nothing is the end of the world. But one thing that I tried to do, and maybe this is some advice for younger geoscientists, is I tried to protect myself by having a reputation, that is having some publications out there, having some SEG abstracts, things of that nature. Those, uh, those were a little bit of uh, both job security because it increased my reputation within the company, but also my, uh, I, I had some, some value from them outside the company just in case inside the company was no longer an option. I got that advice from Sven. Another thing Sven taught me is that Sven, Sven said this a number of times, and I don't know how many times it took for him to say it before it really struck home, whether it was the first time or whether it was a hundredth time. But he said, your family is so much more important to you than your job is. And uh, when I understood that, it clarified everything. So my job is important, but my family is way more important and the people that I care for. People should get involved. Geophysics is our field. So if we, if we want to change anything or if we want to strengthen it, get involved in committee, do something. It doesn't have to be in SEG, it can be in AGU, it can be in, in APG, it can be any professional society. As a student, as a professional, people should be involved in shaping the society the way we want it to be. Trust in yourself. Most of us, I mean, I, I don't think it's anything unusual that, that I do. It's just, I think everyone succeeds. We are all of us hard-headed enough to succeed if we put our minds to it. And it's a struggle, but I would suggest every female geophysicist to not give up. To read about all of the 2017 honors and awards winners and hear additional clips from Samuel Gray, please visit seg.org slash podcast. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Your review helps others find the show. Subscribe to Seismic Soundoff on the podcast app of your choice to receive the latest episodes first. Seismic Soundoff is sponsored by the SEG Wiki, home to hundreds of biographies of key geoscientists, geophysical tutorials, and core content from the science of applied geophysics. Visit wiki.seg.org to learn how you can grow the world's first online geophysics encyclopedia. SEG members, it is time to renew. 2017 memberships expired on December 31. Your member dues can be renewed online at seg.org renew until February 28. Your membership supports the future of applied geophysics. This episode was produced by Isaac Farley and hosted, edited, and produced by me, Andrew Gary. Music by Zach Bridges. Thank you for listening. This is Seismic Sound Off, signaling off. <laughs>